Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Alec Searcy about remote engineering management and software development, especially in the COVID-19 context. Alex Searse, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Hi, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I'm excited to have this conversation today. You are joining us from Romania, which is on the other side of the world. Um, so it's morning for me, it's, it's evening for you. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have a chance to talk with you. And today we're going to be focusing on uh, your area of specialty and expertise, and that is engineering management and software development. And I'll be picking your brain about doing this remotely in a COVID-19 context in the challenges and opportunities uh, that, that you faced uh, amidst this, this situation uh, as an organizational leader and driving home uh, productivity and efficiencies for your people. Uh, as we get started, I just wanted to share Alex's bio with everyone. Alex Suse is the co-founder and CEO of Waydev. Waydev is one of the market leaders in the analytics industry. It analyzes code base, PRs, and tickets to help engineering leaders measure and improve their engineering team's performance. In the last 13 years, he's founded and led several other businesses, most of them related to e-commerce uh, space. In the last 10 years, he has been struggling to stay in sync with the progress that his engineering team is making. Because of this, he's created Waydev to help engineering managers gain better visibility into the development process. Uh, I think that's awesome. Uh, product uh, process efficiencies is a really important aspect of you know, being a, a high performance team and creating a good culture within your team as you go through those efficiencies is also very important. Uh, I'm super excited to hear your take on all of this, particularly within the COVID context. Anything you would like to add by way of personal background um, or uh, how you got to where you're at before we launch into our conversation for today? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you for this uh, kind introduction. Uh, yeah, basically, I, I started waiting because I was frustrated to not, not being, being able to understand the output of the engineers. I started my first company in 2007, uh, and uh, basically we've launched products uh, uh, each year, and uh, it was really hard to understand the output of the engineer. And uh, at the end of 2016, uh, when I was uh, helping uh, another startup to understand the output of their engineer, I realized we don't have an analytics tool for software development, and this is how I started with it. Uh, by looking at the graph in GitHub and uh, 
decided to, to build the Google Analytics for software development. Yeah, I mean that's that's really cool. Uh, it's a great uh, a great need, and it's 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 good to see you tackling that space. And uh, I hope you the 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 most success, you know, as you carry forward with with this uh, endeavor. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about maybe the technical side of engineering management and software development. So this is not my space. This is not my expertise. Walk us through a little bit about what that looks like, what that process typically is, and then specifically a little bit more about how um, how you're able to help improve that process through WayDev, uh, and then we can move into talking about doing all of this with remote teams in a COVID context and the challenges and opportunities that you face as an organizational leader. Sure, sure. Uh, probably you you know. As engineers, we we are building a lot of things, and uh, we we are helping other uh, parts of the companies to to sell, to promote, to market uh, all these uh, kind of uh, things. And uh, in software development, we are not yet data driven. Uh, we don't have a way a way to to track the output of the engineers. Basically, we started in the 90s with uh, long deadlines, with waterfall method, uh, projects that take, uh, took uh, six, nine, 12 months. Uh, we adapted in 2000 to Agile, to sprints, to weeks sprints, and uh, we, we moved faster uh, with, uh, with uh, this uh, Agile methodology. But uh, the feature is for real-time data and automatic reports directly from the input of your engineers. And this is what we are building. We created a data-driven way of looking at the output of the engineers. And uh, this is pos uh, possible now because all the code is, in, uh, is uh, out there in, uh, in Git uh, tools like GitHub, Bitbucket, uh, GitLab, or Azure. And uh, now it's possible to, to track what the engineers are doing and uh, to have automatic report and to be able as, as a manager to look at everything in real time. And uh, this is uh, what we've done. Uh, if you look at, the, let's say, if you look at the sales industry, you see Salesforce and everybody is tracking the, uh, the salespeople by looking at the data and so on. But in the software development, this is not possible, uh, and uh, we we we've done this with with Wader. We created metrics that uh, uh, are applying on top of the the output of the engineers, and we are helping their their managers and their executives to to understand what is there to improve these metrics and to be able to to track everything. Uh, we've launched the product in 2019. Uh, we started the fine, but due to COVID, uh, we started to, to reach, uh, to have big customers, big enterprises like Caterpillar, Jampack, uh, that are uh, willing to, let's say, to have more visibility in their, in, their, uh, in their companies by looking at the output of everybody. With uh, COVID, everybody is remote uh, right now. And it was really, it is really hard to, to see the output of the engineers and they had to, to adapt to this new 
ways of uh, tracking the, the output and tracking the performance, let's say. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really interesting. And it's always good to be able to have um, performance metrics that align with, you know, really what the desired outcomes and the st overall strategy and the culture of the organization are. And it's a common problem that many organizations, you know, not just software development or, or um, engineering type processes, you know, many organizations and many types of jobs really struggle to identify the right types of metrics um, that align with their core business objectives, right? So they're tracking the right things, measuring the right things, and, and using the, that data in real time to help coach and mentor and, and help uh, improve the performance of your people, right? So this is great that, you're, that you are uh, providing this kind of a platform and an opportunity you know, to enhance the, the development um, and, and the efficiencies of, of software engineers. That's, that's awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit more about what this looks like in this COVID context. I mean, you're, so you're in Europe, uh, I'm in Utah, uh, the U S you know, we're, we're leading the world in, in cases of COVID and in Utah, we're one of the hotspots, uh, even for the U S. And so it's kind of this crazy world of, of, trying to deal with the pandemic and how that impacts the nature of work uh, across industries. Um, within your, your software engineering and software development space, have you seen that same kind of an impact where it's been very disruptive or has it looked different for you? And how have you been dealing with that? Yeah, uh, yeah, you are right. Uh, everything is changing right now we have to adapt and also in the software development uh, space uh, we had to adapt we we if economy is down and uh, if uh, everybody it's uh, if the world stop you have to adapt and to to be able to to add new new things in your daily life and to adapt to the new way of uh, working and for uh, for software development, uh, it it was it, it's not that hard because we are working on our computers and uh, we can uh, work from anywhere. But uh, in terms of the culture, in terms of uh, of the uh, management and uh, how to work with uh, everybody in your team, how to stay in sync, how to treat the culture thing of working from home. This was uh, this was really tough, and uh, also we saw uh, every everything blocked from uh, in in April in May, and uh, we we saw how companies adapt to this new way of working uh, from uh, from June uh, till now, and uh, we we saw how they are working to add new tools in their organizations to to be able to to track everything to to treat this uh, really well to to work for, to to make enjoyable to work from home and uh, we are trying uh, also at Wadev to help these managers to treat their engineers well to reduce the number of daily meetings to let them code because you know if you 
if let's say uh, in February you work from your office and uh, you switch to working from home, you had to uh, adapt really quickly and to to be able to work well and to to be able to to perform. And uh, it was really tough for for our customers. Uh, where uh, and we had also ourselves at Wadev, we had to to adapt to, for from working from uh, from home. We are a U.S. company. I'm trying to come back in San Francisco. We have an R&D uh, office uh, in uh, in Europe, and we, fortunately, I I was here when uh, everything this uh, this started and. Uh, uh, it, uh, in Europe, everything started. Uh, this uh, COVID situation started earlier. I think uh, 45 days uh, before US, and uh, we are a, uh, a little bit ahead. Uh, now, not really, but uh, we had uh, uh, we had 45 days of uh, working from the office and so on, and we had the pleasure to to. Uh, to do this uh, hybrid, working from the office, some people working from uh, from home, and uh, we are we are trying to to create and to work with our customers to understand how to treat this uh, well and to to be able to adapt to this new way of of work. And uh, everything is new new for for everybody except few companies that uh, were fully remote but are only a few uh, like uh, gitlab uh, or uh, uh, the company from uh, automatic which is behind the uh, wordpress uh, popular cms uh, and uh, it was it was easier for for them but for the most companies uh, we had to to adapt and to change our habits and uh, to adapt new new things in our daily lives. And uh, with with our tool, uh, we uh, we are we are trying to to help everybody to in order to to do that and to to be able to to switch and to perform better. Uh, easily without uh, asking a lot of questions because in, in software development you have let's say an early meeting with all the engineers and you start asking questions what you've done yesterday and so on and uh, this is not really healthy also when you are working from home if someone is asking you uh, on a daily basis what you've done and so on uh, it's really tough because uh, this is trackable right now and uh, we recommended to our customers to reduce the number of uh, daily meetings to focus more on the route uh, on the output of uh, of the engineers and uh, to start uh, taking more time to look at the reports start more analyzing the data uh, add uh, let's say chat meetings to 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 meet with uh, with their engineers and to talk to talk about anything else uh, uh, regard uh, uh, let's say everything uh, something not related to the work and to be able to uh, 
to socialize, let's say. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty new also for us. We are trying to understand how this is uh, impacting the world and to create new things and to adapt to this new way of uh, working. thank you for that overview of how that's impacted your business and in the world of software engineers software design and um you know it like you said it's it's been a really hard transition for a lot of people and some types of jobs it's been a little bit easier than others if you're predominantly um working on your computer in the office then you know that's an easier transition to make to virtual work and and we have technologies to allow us to do um to have virtual meetings in real time and, and other ways to continue to collaborate. But that culture shift that can happen when people aren't in person anymore. And, you know, even, even if you went from being like half and half or 80, 20, you know, working from home and in the office to completely virtual, that, that changes things. And so then you have to be very proactive about maintaining the type of collaborative and innovative culture that you want to have. Uh, with your team in that virtual world, um, and and that can that can be really hard. But you've talked about focusing on outputs rather than um, constantly micromanaging and checking up on people all the time to make sure that they're doing you know what they are supposed to be doing. You, that's part of why your company is so important because you're able to just see in real time the type of progress that people are making, uh, and then you can focus on outputs and you don't have to really worry about or care even about who's working when um, as long as they have good outputs with good quality right um, you know I don't really care in terms of when I'm thinking about like scheduling um, schedule flexibility in a virtual workplace is is key right and you just give people the opportunity to do what works for them and their family uh, in their their particular context and as long as they're producing who cares you know when they're working um, or if they take frequent breaks, whatever, um, just let them be productive in a, in a way that works for them. But you can, there are technologies that allow us to monitor that without having to have endless check-in meetings uh, constantly where people just feel, you know, the pressure uh, of constantly having to, to um, defend their existence, you know, for, for continuing to be an employee of the organization, even though they're virtual. Uh, so that's kind of what I heard you saying as you were describing the current situation. I, so I'm curious if you could talk a little bit more about like some of the specific things you've tried to do with your organization to maintain that kind of collaborative um, culture with your team so that they can continue, you know, to work on their stuff. They get their assignments and they work on their own projects and their own pieces, but that they also still have to collaborate and they still have to uh, find ways to work together in effective ways and still push the envelope and innovate. So what are some ways that you've worked with your team remotely to do that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you, are, you are right. And uh, let, me, let me show you some of the things we've, we've done. Uh, we don't know if, if we are unique or something like that, but we adapted to this new way. And what we've done, we've reduced the number of meetings uh, for, for in the, for the work purpose, let's say. 
and uh, we we have a daily meeting at uh, in one o'clock let's say we are talking about half an hour or one hour but not uh, related work this is uh, that uh, lunch break uh, and we are talking about anything else uh, and regarding work what we've done we are meeting in the uh, like monday morning and we are planning the the week ahead uh, we are adding all the things all the uh, goals what we would like to achieve in that uh, that week and we are meeting again at the end of the week friday and we are looking at what we've done and we are analyzing if we were able to to finish our task and uh, be being able to to deploy what we've talked uh, in, in uh, Monday, we have real time the technology where we can communicate all the time uh, regarding work and uh, we can collaborate really easily uh, with uh, tools like Slack and uh, th this was this is really uh, really easy to to do right now uh, and what is hard with this new situation is to maintain that uh, culture uh, in in your company uh, because everybody it's uh, everyone uh, uh, yeah it's not the same thing and you have to to adapt and everybody is tough for for everybody let's say and uh, this is why we we are doing this uh, daily meeting of talking about uh, anything else uh, movies, uh, COVID, or something else, uh, not re uh, not regarding the the work. Uh, and uh, in regarding work, we are talking uh, on, on our live chat communication, and we are trying to to focusing on on the output. This is what we are uh, we've done, and it's working really well. Probably for for the companies that are switching to this uh, new remote work they saw some productivity in the first month but this this will decrease over over time because working from home is not easy and uh, you you have to adapt you need to be happy you need to enjoy to have passion of uh, working uh, from home and uh, this is uh, why uh, we are promoting for any company to to spend half an hour, one hour, uh, if not daily, two or three times a week talking about uh, themselves, what they are doing, how they are adapting to this, and to to socialize. This is what we are recommending. And uh, regarding work, uh, if they are doing this, uh, if they are planning well, and uh, they're planning uh, well what they have to do, uh, to do in that week, uh, everything will, will work. Probably it, you'll have good weeks, uh, bad weeks, but you have to, to adapt and to, to work fine. I heard about the companies that have two meetings a day, uh, checking in the morning, checking in, in the evening, uh, which we, we don't recommend this because adding a lot of friction in, in your daily work, this will not work. Because uh, when you close, uh, uh, after the meeting, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and if, the, if that uh, employer, if is not focusing on work, uh, this will not be good for, for the company. 
you have to uh, to measure with uh, to measure everything but give freedom to everybody this this is what we are recommending for for this new covid-19 situation yeah what i how i understand what you are doing is that you're providing a non-intrusive way to to measure right to to measure output without having to disrupt the work that people are doing and to disrupt the flow of work. So if you're constantly having to do check-in meetings, I mean, like you said, to a certain extent, you do need to check in with each other. You do need to have meetings where you're collaborating. You do have to do those types of things. But if the sole purpose of the meeting is the beginning of the day, check-in, end of the day, check-out, making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing, that's disruptive. It's, it's micromanaging. It's, it's not showing trust in, in your people. And it's just, it's just disruptive and breaks up the productivity of, of your people. So uh, having a non-disruptive kind of an approach where you can still, you know, monitor key performance indicators and you can still have discussions with people uh, who may not be meeting output, you know, thresholds. Uh, then you can have development conversations and you can have mentoring and coaching conversations as needed, but you don't have to subject everybody, you know, twice a day, you know, to have these check-in meetings. That just sounds crazy to me. But like you said, it's not uncommon right now. There, there are so many organizations doing things like that and having these constant check-ins. And even if they're not check-ins, I don't know about you, but I've seen in my own work life since COVID happened and everyone started going remote that the number of meetings that I'm in daily has gone way up. Um, people just are scheduling meetings constantly because it's easier, they're virtual, you don't have to travel. And so every, now everyone just starts to think, let's just schedule a meeting. And so all of a sudden you have all of these meetings all day and when are you supposed to actually get your work done? Um, it, it's a little bit of overkill. And a lot of times something that can be addressed in a quick phone call or over an email ends up becoming a half hour or hour long meeting and it's just not necessary. So we, we definitely need to be thoughtful about what we're requiring our people to be involved with in terms of meetings um, and just make sure that it makes sense uh, and constantly ask ourselves, what's the purpose of this meeting? What's, how, who needs to be there? The other thing I've, I've found with meetings is now because they're virtual and we're not in a physical space, people start inviting everybody. So instead of having like a small leadership meeting with like six people, now you're, you just say, Hey, everyone jump on the, the zoom meeting. And so now you have a hundred people in this meeting. It's a complete waste of time for the vast majority of those people um, who don't need to be there. And you think of the opportunity cost involved with dips in performance because people are getting distracted and it's gotta be huge. So we just gotta be thoughtful about that. Exactly, exactly. Well, it has been a real pleasure talking with you today, uh, Alex. I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, before we close and wrap things up, I just wanted to make sure I gave you a moment where you could give the final word on this topic and share with listeners how they can get connected with you and find out more about um, what you're doing uh, with WayDev. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, if they want to see our innovation and what we are doing, and uh, if they are in our target, they are engineering, if they are engineering leaders, they can check out uh, wadev.co. Uh, 
uh, and myself, I'm uh, at the, on Twitter at uh, Twitter slash uh, Alex Yerse. If they want to connect with me and ask me anything regarding uh, entrepreneurship and uh, uh, engineering management. Excellent. Thank you so much, Alex. It's truly been a pleasure. I always love connecting uh, with with professionals in areas outside of my expertise. So that's been a, a pleasure. But also connecting with people internationally. We're doing really great, important work. And so uh, I wish you the best as you continue uh, with your work at Waydev. And I hope all the listeners will reach out, get connected, find ways to, to see if, if Alex might be able to help you in your organization. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free, interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us.